He's going to drive off this cliff to commit suicide because he's done. I mean, he's been betrayed, you know, even Christianity, yeah. his mentor, Nothing his fiance, his parents, his parents said, you are no longer our child. And a miracle occurred. He didn't make the left. He made the right. And then he texts me later. I just met him that day. Okay. And the text said, the reason I drive off the cliff is someone had just handed me a CD of a comedian named Craig Shoemaker. He goes, I laughed until I cried. He goes, life is worth living. Whoa. Because you are my friend forever. I will do anything for you. You saved my life. And to this day, this couple years later, he's my really good friend. I walk with him and we talk and I challenge him on. I hope you don't drive with him. I, ca I count. <laughs> You're riding down the Harland Highway. The, yeah. You know, anybody, the anybody does the uh, in front of their name. What about the Hulk? Do you like, do you like if the, the Hulk no has good by the. Me. Name, I'll go with Hulk. Hulk you just Hogan, want Hulk. Not the Hulk. You know, it's no, the, the Incredible Hulk. You can't just go Incredible you Hulk. You can. Wow, testy and little. He, and he didn't call himself that. That's what I'm saying. Well, he when barely self, knew three words of English. He was, the Hulk was illiterate. And I think for you to let's come not, bust in not, here let's and waste, let's not waste. Well, for you to bust in let's here not. and make fun of the illiterate. I mean, it's not like the Hulk got a scholarship to DeVry or anything. Uh, how are you, guy? I'm doing great. Kevin Costner here. <laughs> I mean, it's true. You look like the Cos. Uh, we went over this earlier. Yeah. I took nine guesses by you and not, I said, I said, a lot of people think I look like somebody. Yeah. And I think the only one you didn't guess was B. Arthur. I think that was the only one. Believe me, give only it a because, year. Only because give she's passed year. away. Did you not guess her? But um, and but, your your friend here said I look like the Fonz. But you also had your shades on too. As soon as you took them off, I saw the Costner thing. No, you didn't. Actually, we gave the shades off and on a chance, and all guesses were were were. I did say Carol Burnett. Yeah, that was one of them. That was off the with the glasses. So that's what yeah. that that's what that's solicited was the Carol if Burnett. You build it, they will come. Did you ever meet her, by the way? If you build it, they will come. My favorite movie. What Carol Burnett? No. Uh, oh, Field of Dreams. It's your favorite? You know why? I what? just talked about this literally today. My dad well, left. Today's my, today. My dad. So you're, you are talking about it today. Uh, today, and that, well, this is plusing what I talked about earlier today. Wait, have you, you talk. This is a secondhand conversation. This is a secondhand now? conversation. Yes. We start the podcast. It could be and a segue. You, you start with something you've already used <laughs> up. Costner, I don't know you anymore. It's just the beginning. Okay, so talk to me. I. You, you were my dad left when I was born. Left where? Our family. It was wow. something I said. How ugly wow. were you? <laughs> wow. Wow. He's I you popped out. He's like, I'm well, out of here. That's it. That's it for this. Did yeah. he really? I did have that a cone. That breaks my heart. I had a cone-shaped head, apparently. My oh. mom tells me that all the time. You must have come out real easy and then. My, and my grandmother, my grandmother looked at me and said, oh, he's cute. My, my mother said that she always said, but she was like the worst actress ever. Like, he's not cute at all. Wow. So anyway, my dad left. Did so he I, ever, before you go on, yeah. though, I got to ask, because you had a cone-shaped head, did they, did they ever put you in the trunk and spray paint your head orange, and then when they needed a parking spot, they just 
put you out with your toys and sat you in front. I'm just asking by for that, them. By that time, it was down. They they must the have pushed, they must have pushed it down. So now it's oh. now it just went out. So I have a size eight head. My sister calls me the human eclipse. So you'd sit in the it's corner like, and they put like dictionaries on your head and just try to the encyclopedia. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, Forrest Gump when he wears the braces and he ends yeah. up walking okay. Yeah. I, I ended up with a, a decent head that looks like Kevin Costner if you're squinting. You do. You look like him. And you're a handsome lad. <laughs> Yeah, you do look like him. So, so tell you saw Carol Burnett. Uh, well, that's, or your dad saw her. My, no, no, my dad. Uh, Why am I wrecking your story? I'm telling you what you are trying to tell me. But that's what happens when you come in here when you've already burnt through it earlier. Yeah. Well, Let's pretend it's fresh. Okay. Okay. Carol Burnett, go. No, Kevin Costner, go. I, my dad left, and so that scene when he says, "Want to have a catch with his dad?" Oh, yeah. That kills me every time. It's oh. a, you in Canada was like, "Hey, dad, pass the puck." I guess that would be the equivalent, or so. Can you slap shot on me? How about a wrist shot? Some line like that for some Canadian movie that has a father-son relationship. So the father builds an it's ice rink instead of exactly. a football field be, or a baseball. If you freeze it, it will come. If you freeze it, if you freeze it, we will slide. We will slide into a beautiful relationship for through it's eternity. Hilarious. Okay, that's your version oh, of it, which hilarious. we haven't seen yet. That could be. Yeah. A, Rink of Dreams. <laughs> Didn't they already make that Frozen? Wasn't that what Disney no, that that's Disney movie was about? Whole other, whole other uh, direction. Wait, so one. when you watch Field of Dreams, it's a it's a killer. My son one time queued it up for a Father's Day gift. I sit in my Barker lounger, and he goes, "Watch, Dad." And he queued it up just to that scene. I'm like, "Turn it off!" Wait a minute. How many dogs do you have? Uh, kids, dogs. I have one dog. Where did that come from? One dog and you've got a Barco Lounge? Oh, wow. That's a stretch. I mean, you're, you're pretty much known for some brilliance on the spot, on your ass in this particular case. That wouldn't be one of them. I'm not going to rank that up high. And that had to go so far when you have to explain it. There's an old saying when you have to explain it. Wow. Barco Lounger to how many dogs do you have? I'm going, I have one. Where is he going with this? And he went there. If you set it up, they won't come. <laughs> they won't laugh. So, yes, Dude, that's what that's, he would do. That's what he would oh. do, my son, to torture me. Why would he do that knowing? I, I, I don't know. I mean, this is Wow. I had all these kids now, and now they're reversing everything. I gave them everything. I had kids so I can give them everything I longed for. Wow. So one of them is a pole vaulter? Well, again, I, I just I had to try and make up for the well, bar. Ironically, lounge. I was a pole vaulter. You were? That's a little odd that you would go there. I did pole vault, yes. How far? Well, I... Or how I, high? I only made it to as far <laughs> Three as you could Three or four feet. Far, no, as far as you could go without bending the pole. Once that <laughs> happened, once we're out of the 1950s and you had to bend the pole yeah. and, and catapult over the pole, I, I kind of hit my limit in ninth grade. I was a good pole, pole vault in ninth grade when you just had the pole and it, as far as the pole went, that's how far you went. Then they were going, whoa, you got to literally... Catapults. Yeah, yeah. With this, it's the hardest sport ever. I ended up beating one guy, though. I remember that. And he was in the Olympics. I beat him because. No legs, John. Because he looked at me, he started laughing at me. And, and he, so he set his bar, like his first jumps yeah. were like way, way high. Oh. So I won by default because mm -hmm. he didn't hit his three jumps. Is that where the term he set the bar too high came from? Exactly. From pole vaulting? Yeah, probably. 
If wow. it's if it's a segue that works, let's go with it. I think that's probably it. Let's do no, some but research. you got to be happy sitting here knowing that you're part of an iconic saying. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus Christ! I'm part of a because I pole vaulted. I'm part of the saying. Set the bar he too set high. Set the bar too high. Yeah, well, that guy did. He did, and I right. ended up winning. How how much higher did you jump than him or vault? Well, you I didn't he, jump higher than him. He set it at a 15 feet or whatever. Like Oh, and he hit the thing. And, and I'm, there, I'm there bare minimum where the high jumpers are going over without a pole. You pole vaulted over the high jumpers bar. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I picture you running I, I down stay. the thing. Your bar goes up, and instead of you going like that, you just hit the bar and slide back down to the ground. <laughs> hey, I made it. Wow. Yeah, into the pit. I had oh. my own pit in my backyard when I was a kid. I made my own What do you mean your pit. own pit? Well, I had a, I dug a hole, and I used. Uh, bamboo, like I found these bamboo poles because yeah. we, we lived at this place that had plumbing. Uh, it was a, my mom had a lot of rentals. We used to, I thought the word evict meant move when I was a kid. We used to get yeah. evicted a lot. You did? Yeah. Here's the eviction truck, mommy. And then we'd pack up and go, yeah, this is one of the spots we lived. He had these poles that I found. I go, let's make pole vault. So I would take old cushions and stuff, and that was our pit. Oh, and then a wow. hole, and I would come barreling down there. And then the pole would break. And Where would you get the bamboo? Because that grows that's, mainly in China. That's what I'm saying. He had it in his plumbing supply area. I just stole these. These I don't know why he had bamboo. Was he a Chinese plumber? No, no. Italian guy. And a little greenhouse, too. That I used to go into the greenhouse. But that was like one of the places we lived. We rented. You from, lived in a greenhouse? Yeah, somewhat. <laughs> when we needed heat, you just went out to the greenhouse. Wow. Because we didn't have heat and we didn't have air conditioning. We had a giant fan. Without sounding mean, I think I'm starting to figure out why daddy left. <laughs> what the? I mean, living in a greenhouse with eight kids and one of them's oh. jumping around on a Chinese bamboo stick? It's Yeah. Dude. Do you think he was Nostradamus and predicted that's what I would turn out to be? And it had to do with him leaving because we didn't have money. I'm this close to walking off my own show just hearing this bullshit. <laughs> Dude. But wait, dude, that breaks my heart because a father, father, son thing. Did you ever meet your dad after the oh, fact? I know, I knew him well. I just, I just buried him uh, a few months ago. No. I, I ended up knowing him well. He became a cult leader. He had his own cult. And uh, I know you're looking at me like I love. This. I'm not like you, Harlan. I just want to say this. most of what I do in my act and in my life is reality. It's reality. Yeah, I, know. I don't go Carol Burnett. You look like Carol Burnett. I'm not, I'm not. <laughs> the Carol Burnett. What's the Carol Burnett? Yeah. I'm not saying you're Mary Tyler Moore. I wouldn't go there, okay? I wouldn't mind it. <laughs> so most of what I say has base in reality. Yeah. And most people go, wow, that can't be real. That's what's unusual. What was the name of the cult? It was Pocono Adventures on Mules. It was in the Pocono Mountains of Pennsylvania. And he had a harem. He called it his harem of, of eight, no, 14 women at his maximum. And uh, one, of the, one, of the times I had, wow. one of the times I had that was really fun and unique so wow! You, did you ever play the Poconos? No, I don't. I, I don't like, even know any of the Pokemon it, characters. It, it, it's, <laughs> it's Pikachu. No, it's uh, it's in the Pennsylvania, and it's like the blue collar honeymoon capital of the Northeast. Oh yeah, it's like the heart shaped yeah, yeah. pool, not a tub, heart shaped pool in the yeah. Room. It was kind of like the Niagara chip. Falls, but exactly. in the mountains, exactly. like really sh- cheesy, real kinda. cheesy. Yes, yeah, yeah. yes. A ten foot high champagne glass jacuzzi Ooh, in your room, yeah. ten foot high, and oh, oh yeah, you're the wondering. Stains. 
Oh, yeah. Oh. Howie Mandel couldn't last a, a minute in yeah, there with the no. black light and everything. Oh, you're that way, too? No, I just... I'm don't. not a germ guy. I could care less. So, so really? I'm, I'm performing there, and a the guy's giving me a tour, and they think I'm some Hollywood guy. They sent a limo to Whoa. New York Airport and everything. Yeah. So he's giving me a tour. I'll never forget these words. And I hadn't seen my dad in years. He's got this harem. And he calls it his harem. You know, he's, he's got a mother-daughter and stuff like that. So he's loving on all these women? Yeah, yo, yeah. How I mean, many of them? 14 at his max. That was his maximum. One time, wow. one time. remember Richard Jenny? Yeah. Yeah, but so be him. And it's like Glenn Farrington, a comedian. I don't know if you know him. The three of us were touring the Poconos doing colleges. And I said, let's stay at my dad's. And I'll never forget this line from Rich Jenny. We're sneaking in. And he would choose who would sleep with him. He calls himself the king of the Poconos. He'd choose out of the 14 uh, he'd wives. Go, you get to sleep with me because you did a good job today uh, working with the mules or whatever. So then he would, so you would see one empty sleeping bag, and that's who won the award that day. He set it up to be like a contest. You know, you, you get to be with me. Wait, so, the women slept in sleeping bags? Yeah, yeah. Outside? I, no, in the, in the, like, the living room area and stuff. So we're, we have, they have sleeping bags ready for us, me and the two other comedians. We're touring the Poconos. And I'll forget, I said, we're tiptoeing. I go, shh, Jenny. Richard Jenny. I go, Jenny, you're going to wake up my father. He goes, shoo, shoo. Fuck your old man. And the mule he rode in on. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so then we went on mule rides the next day. Jenny's in this, like, shiny Brooklyn suit. You have any ashtrays or you have any ponies that Jesus wrote? You know, so, I got to so, tell you, when you got a dad who's got 14 women, the, that takes on a whole new meaning. If you build it, <laughs> she will come. And, and 75 mules. Wow. Why, what was with the mules? Gigantic The women mules. weren't enough? No, no. The mules would take, that's how he made this money, was take people through the mountains on mule Like rides. tours, like going down yes. the Grand Canyon. Exactly. A- he did this in the Poconos. So the guys give me a tour. He's got this, like, Shemokin coal miner accent from, from Pennsylvania. He goes, over here, Craig, he thinks I'm from Hollywood. He goes, over here, you got your racquetball, and over here, you got coits. You know what coits are? You know what coits are, Craig? You know what coits? Like and koi fish? No, they're called coits. What's a coit? It's, like, it's, it's like kind of like horseshoes. It's kind of like horseshoes. Oh. You, know? you go, oh you, know, oh, you don't know what coits are out there in California? And he looks up, he goes, oh, my gosh. There's A.J. Shoemaker in his harem. What's that nut doing here? And I got to go, that's my dad. And then he walks up. I hadn't seen him in years. He goes, ugh. He takes my cheese tray. You know, they give you a complimentary cheese. He goes, ugh, Judy loves Gouda. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> so he brought the cheese tray back to the ranch, to the Oh, harem. I thought that was one of the girls, like a Vietnamese girl. Judy. Judy, Judy loves Gouda. No, she, Judy liked Gouda cheese. Oh, I thought that was her name. No, no, Judy loved it. Okay. She loved it, you know, just like. Probably Sally liked American, whatever. Wow. <laughs> anyway, Dude, I, listen. He I, signed people up that night after my show. He's there with a clipboard. Tell him who the real love master is. And he signed them up for mule rides. The next day, there we were, father and son, telling stories, you know, about us together, which we were rarely together when I was growing I gotta up. I got to tell you, when you hear a story about a father abandoning the family and the son, yeah, which is traumatic, psychologically traumatic to a child, to the family unit. You usually don't want anything to do with the father. But when I hear a story about daddy's got a ranch with 14 (laughs) bunnies running around, that's when you want to get back with daddy. Mom, I'm going to live with daddy, but daddy abandoned you. I don't care. He's got 14 hotties walking around. See ya. I didn't say they were hot. (laughs) Oh, were they right? You You couldn't differentiate them from the mules? He used to say to me, these broads have heart. You can, be, you can be part of my empire. He called himself the king wow. of the Poconos. You can be part of the empire. I said, I'm going to be prince of the Poconos. I can't wait for that. He wow. goes, these broads have heart. I go, they have no teeth. 
Wow. Maybe meant to didn't some, finish the sentence. They have a hard time eating. Sometimes. <laughs> some of them didn't. Some, uh, of, them, but some I, of them were okay, but they weren't bunnies. And no, I, I actually got in business with them for a little bit. Me and my buddies went helped them build the mule ranch. So we is that the name of the brothel? The mm. mule ranch? Could be. Wait a minute. So I got to ask is if I'm being Nancy Drew here, <laughs> daddy's abandoned you. That's who you look like. Right? Nancy <laughs> Drew. Pamela, what was her name? Anderson? No. Oh. It's another Pamela something. Anyway. Dauber. So, um, so daddy abandons you. He's, he's carrying on, has a cult yeah. with all these girls. I have to conclude that there's other abandoned children. Interesting you should say that. There has to be, right? Interesting you should say that. His first, Thank you. The first member who was like his, like, she was his guard. Like she would, Ooh. like she would be the one calling my mother, saying, "Where's the child support?" My mother would say, "He never paid child support," and she'd say, "Where is it?" And this was the one who said, "Oh, it's in the mail." And she defended him, and she was like his first, like majorly dedicated to him. She okay. was the first, and then then the cult started to form. But it started with Anne, who I knew, because I I actually hung out with him one summer, and I caught a shark, and it was like a really big father son bonding moment. I did one summer, I did hang out with him the entire Wait, summer. Wait, one summer with your dad, and you caught a shark? Yeah, that most was a, kids are lucky if they catch a perch, and you right? caught a shark, ninety pound shark. What kind? Uh, it was a tiger shark. It was ninety pounds, and it was amazing. Did you know when you they you they shot it between the eyes to kill it, but as it was coming out, you know. So you were fishing with a rifle. They, no, they they stay alive. Even the, they're gutted and they're still alive. Wow. Yeah, you would touch it and it would like, you know, yeah, flinch. It was crazy. Whoa. And and and, and oh, here, God, a lot of a lot of stuff okay, going get on. Get it out. Lot get of, it out. Unpack. Get it out, and then we'll so start the he, podcast. He, he's eating. <laughs> He's eating this, the shark. He goes, this is alive? Good, this is good meat. No, we cooked it and well, dipped it in butter. I thought you said it was still alive. No, I'm saying once we got back and made, steaks, shot out, it. made steaks out of it. What kind of weapon did you use to shoot it? They used a rifle. It was like, the, the, it was, I was ninth grade, so it was the older people did that. You know, okay, the, but the, was it a twenty two caliber? Yeah, it was a twenty two. yes. Wow. Between the eyes. Right and, between the eyes. And then, so then now they gutted it and made steaks. And he's eating it. goes, this is good meat. He goes, you know what? Recreation is the number one. This is exactly how he talks. Recreation is the number one industry in the world. We're going to make shark boats. He goes in a magazine and sees these landing crafts from Normandy and oh, invasion boy. of Tarawa or whatever. You know, those things yeah. bring up. And then the, the doors flop down. The, the doors flop down. Boats, and, yeah. Exactly. And then all the people pour out. And then you shoot the people. He goes and he says, look at these. They're only a buck. We'll re repair the bullet holes and make shark boats. Wow. So now, this is before the mules, so now we're going to get a shark boat business. I don't know if you want to throw in the Normandy theme. I mean, that's a little, you know, people rushing off the boat to go fishing, and there's people lined up in a <laughs> bunker taking shots at them. <laughs> no, no. no, because okay. he said you bring the shark in, and there's this giant area where the shark can be in these. He's making shark boats out of the landing crafts because they were, they were dry docked in yeah, yeah, Norfolk, yeah. Virginia. We went down to Norfolk, me and my father. He sticks me in a car with some guy snoring, and, of course, he sits, sleeps in the cab yeah. of the truck. And we towed these things. He bought a beach, and we towed these things. He bought a beach now. He bought a beach, and he bought— Because you need a place to shoot the sharks. No, you got to have a place to put the boats. He had six of these things. And the tourists. On this beach, you needed a machete. There's horseshoe crabs and shopping carts. So he's get this beach, 
and all of these things, landing crafts, he's going to make into shark boats. And my sister's going to run the bait shop. He's got a whole vision. Yeah. He's a Sounds visionary. Like it. He sure is. Yeah. He's a cult leader. Well, it's been going on for years. He's been, and it then before like that, it. he calls my mother, goes, you want your child support? Invite your big breasted friends over. She says, why? He's selling bras meets Amway, like a multi-level marketing bras. Oh, and okay. I, I thought he was with, shooting tits no, now no, no, because no, those stay alive no. long after you shoot them too. He's selling these things. He goes, I'm looking in the living room. There he is with my Aunt Dottie, Aunt Fran, not real aunts, but Aunt Dottie, sure, Aunt Fran, Aunt Barbara. Nothing's real. He goes, hey, Dottie, show how it lifts and separates. They're all in bras. He's smoking a pipe. <sighs> yeah. This is our three-class model for the full-figured woman. I'm just going, that's my dad. <laughs> wow. <laughs> He's like my idol, like in my whole life. He's got to be an idol. He kept, he kept doing these different businesses, but the mules is what he landed on. He wow. landed on mules. Well, you got to figure when your old man wakes up in the morning, puts a, a slug between a tiger shark's eyes. That's probably the gateway <laughs> to being a cult leader right there. <laughs> oh, anyway, so well, I knew more. that I had a okay. sister. Oh, based now we're on getting the, to Based that. on the first one. Okay. Who moved to Michigan, escaped the cult. How did she any, get out? Didn't have anything to do with them. And I tried to find her because that's my sister with my half-sister. I think you're going to hide pretty good when your dad's a shark-shooting she... cult leader, donkey-riding <laughs> plowmaster. Carol Burnett-looking. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I won't be found by anyone. You so get... I, I, she found me. So now she's my sister. So now I have No a, way. I mean, yeah. is, is there a good I gave bond, her, oh, a good yeah, relationship? We get along great. And you must have countless. She's so funny. Is she? She's so funny. And uh, I gave her away at her wedding. No now, way! What the, bro- the groom say? He 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 likes me. We all get along. He great. likes she, you she, after you gave her away. A- <laughs> what an asshole! You know they were there to be. It was a lifetime union and whatever. But you must have some enchanting, wonderful stories. You guys just sit there and tell story after story about the old man. She doesn't have. Oh, because she 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 ducked she out. Well, when she was really young, she has uh, she has a few. She had her own mule. That she used to brag about because I never got my own mule. So. When she turned 16, daddy got her mule. <laughs> You're going to need this for the prom, little lady. God, dude, this is, you, you did say at the top of this that I'm the one that doesn't live in reality, right? <laughs> this is my reality, though. At least mine's real. I don't really look like Carol Burnett. But I really did have a dad who's a cult leader running mule rides and selling bras and making shark boats out of landing crafts. You know, there's a thing called Google. We're going to verify all of this. <laughs> I love it. I mean, I just well, felt he just like passed it. away. So I don't know how much oh. legacy is left. And oh, I, I, no I, I was the one who handled his funeral and his and his stuff. Oh, and I'm I inherited sorry. all the debt. How? <laughs> when did it happen? Last year. Last year. Sorry. Like, like not, not, not that long. We had a military funeral. He, he was in the Navy for a little bit. So uh, it was, and my mom, my mom has always like said how horrible he was. Like my whole life, this is crazy. And you loved him. It's crazy how my mom is. I learned how to deal with anything in life. I mean, I really learned a lot about life and I've had a great life because I'm not going to live in resentment. You know, I had a guy kidnap me. You'd think I'd hate him, but now I forgave him. Wait. Someone kidnapped you? Yeah, I was kidnapped for five days. And Hold on, let me hit the theme music. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we're just getting started here. Welcome, uh-huh, that's right. You on the Holland Highway Podcast. That, that was the prelude? That was the prelude. That was just the warm-up, folks. We haven't even got to the kidnapping yet. Uh, we're here with Craig Shoemaker, hilarious comedian, writer, philanthropist, does charity work. 
uh, creates shows, movies, stand-up, actor. I mean, what haven't you done? I think you might be becoming your dad. You're becoming your dad. Do you have donkeys? Truthfully. Yeah. I wrote a script about it, so it's as close as I'm going to get that have the mules in it. It's By the way, mules, not donkeys. Isn't it funny, though, that your dad was so multifaceted? Yeah. And even though you didn't know him, it's funny how we inherit things from our parents. Because you're one of the guys I know that are always doing things. Yeah. You're always... You're kind of like me. You like to dip into all kinds of mediums. You like to mm-hmm. tackle all mm-hmm. kinds of mm-hmm. projects. It's, it's admirable. It's fun. Do, but- you, do you have something inside of you that just says, I have no limits? Yeah. Everyone's so limited, and they put, want to put you in a... And it's also to our detriment, too, because oh, people yeah. want to pigeonhole you. Yeah. They, want, they want you to be the reluctant astronaut or whatever the hell yeah. you are. They want, that's you your entire life. That's what they want, or the ab guy, or whatever. Yeah. They want you to be that. They do. and that I never listen to that voice. Of course. I don't even... That's yeah. the limiting voice. It yeah. says, you know, to, with me, do Barney Fife, do the Love Master, whatever it is, you know, that we, you know, we made money on these things. It's yeah. fantastic. But we are unlimited in our human potential. Yeah, thank you. That's and important we, and we for just people tap, to know. It, exactly. Yeah. And tapping into it, I'm not going to listen to your... You know, you're thinking like an agent's thinking. The agents to just look up some stats or algorithms or whatever it is. No, yeah. I'm just going to go with whatever this creative source yeah. tells me that day. Today, I told you I just booked a horror film that That's I wrote. That's right. You Amazing. know what I mean? It's like, it's like, <laughs> I, I don't, and, then, and then later, I have a client that I mentor in transformation. You know what I mean? Like, wow, it doesn't. Amazing. And each one, I can show up and be present. Yeah. But part of it. Seriously, though, I mean, not seriously, but yeah. But part of that process is to process these things that don't keep me down from my life. Like, I was destined to not be successful or have anything. Poverty, uh, you know, all, right. of, all of that, you know, kidnapped by a serial pedophile, my dad leaving, all those things should lead to prison, <laughs> rehab, yeah. and all that. But I'm going, no, use that to, get to help to others and, get, highway, yeah. and keep it. Now that I'm here. You're here. Look where, look where I made it to. So let's circle back. We, we used to we, be wanted to be on Johnny Cars, but now, but it's, now it's the Harlan Highway. You know, highway. it's the whole buzz in the community. What? The Harlan Highway? Have you done Harlan Highway? Oh, yeah. Everyone wants on the highway. And I want everyone to be on the highway. Uh, yeah. But I've let, been in traffic jams on the highway. I've, I've, I've got an accident on the highway. I've never been invited to the actual highway, though. Now, today. Wait a minute. You're right here. Today, here it is. Here so. you are, guy. And I, I got to hear this story about being abducted. What the? Not, I've, I've only had four guests on the Harlan Highway that have been, been abducted. abducted so wow. you're, you're the sixth. Were they all aliens, though? Mine, unfortunately, was not an alien. No, I they, wish it was. Wait, you got abducted a by a pedo? Yeah. Yeah. Come cereal on. pedophile. Yeah. Yeah. What yeah. kind of cereal? Uh, Captain Crunch. Oh, that's the messy kind. Yeah, the, the kids hat, love it. The that's, how he got, yeah. hook. <laughs> that's how he got you. That's how he hooked you. Like Captain Crunch, kid? I just soaked that for four days before I could eat it safely. The yeah. toy was softer than the Captain wow, Crunch. Wow. <laughs> I shouldn't Remember joke. Remember the toy? Oh, the toy. Yeah, I used you to look forward to the toy. They don't give them anymore. Well, what I used to do is I used to, yeah. with my little four-year-old <laughs> arm, I'd dig <laughs> right to the bottom, and with Captain Crunch, you'd come out. It looked like you were putting 
your arm through barbed wire at a cattle ranch. You'd come out, there'd be lacerations exactly. and cut, and you'd reach down and you'd get this shitty little toy yeah, that you had to put together or something. Burn, you're burning bugs. Yeah, you go out and burn and, ants. And, and then, and then, uh, and I would say that they should put something in our Metamucil just to bring, you know, look, look a stapler. Wait, you're on Metamucil? Po- post-it notes. Wow. Like adult <laughs> something toys. Something for adults. Yeah. Or not adult toys. Vibrator. Look, a vibrator. Yeah. That should loosen this, up your stool. This, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. What a, see how we create this patent pending. Patent Oswald. <laughs> Now wait a second. Tell me this. I mean, what, this is a t- this is a touchy topic. I mean, we're yeah, we're, we're going to put some no pun intended. We're, it's a little touchy. We're going to put some comedy on it to lighten it up, but we're not going to be insensitive to it. But t- I'm, I'm, tell me this story. I didn't know this about you. Well, if you want, if it's too t- oh no, insensitive, it's not, no, not at you, all. You're okay no, talking. Not about only it. okay. Okay, it helps. It helps others. Because oh, there you go. I, Good. I'm of service to people. That's why I'm in the laughter business. You know, yeah. I, you know, oh, I was going to actually sweet. ask you why you are a comedian. What what drives you? What drives me is yeah. how healing it is. How yeah. I watch people say, a guy that works for me, for instance, he said he went to this show 20 years ago in Ontario, yeah. and he went with a guy, and the guy after the show, he goes, I so needed this. He goes, I didn't tell you this. I was going to commit suicide today. Oh, dude. You know, and then I have another guy, this, this minister he, uh, that I met, and he tells him to the congregation, he's saying. Uh, Just so t- I'm t- clear, it was, your, it was your act? He was going to commit suicide, but then saw your act? Yeah, yeah. And he still didn't go through with it. He didn't go through with it. And he gives credit to he got through that day because he laughed his ass off and life is worth living. So this, this minister that I met, and he tells this at this wow. congregation where I spoke, and he tells a story about 28 years ago, he was studying to be a pastor, and he had this best friend, was his mentor, and a guy had a wife and three kids, and he had a fiance in Christianity. He takes her to his parents, and he says, she's pregnant. And they say, get out of this house. You either abort that child or you're not our child anymore. Whoa. So he said, I can't do that. He leaves the house. He's disowned. She takes her ring and puts it on the dashboard. She goes, sorry, I'm not going to marry you. This is not even your child. It's his best friend's child who betrayed him. The guy who's teaching him Christianity with wife and three kids. The priest? This minister. He's not a minister yet. This is 28 years ago. So he's well, completely like suicidal. Yeah. He knows exactly how he's going to commit suicide. And I'm going to drive off a cliff to the left. He'd been driving on this road for a while. It's down by San Diego. He's going to drive off this cliff to commit suicide because he's done. I mean, he's been betrayed, you know, even Christianity, yeah. his mentor, Nothing his fiance, his parents, his parents said, you are no longer our child. And a miracle occurred. He didn't make the left. He made the right. And then he texts me later. I just met him that day. And he texts me. I was at a Kenny Loggins uh, concert listening to this song called Peace of Mind, which was beautiful. It was very ethereal. Okay. And the text said, the reason I drive off the cliff is someone had just handed me a CD of a comedian named Craig Shoemaker. He goes, I laughed until I cried. He goes, life is worth living. Whoa. He goes, you are my friend forever. I will do anything for you. You saved my life. And to this day, this couple years later, he's my really good friend. I walk with him and we talk and I challenge him on. I hope you don't drive with him. I I count. (laughs) I should have taken him here to the highway. Well, See, this is what you're supposed to drive on, Rob. A highway, yeah, not a cliff. Leave that blinker off. <laughs> I'm glad he put the blinker to the right. He's yeah. a really close friend now. That's amazing. And I challenge him on yeah. some of the religious questions that I have. 
and he brings them to the pulpit. I go to the church. Good for you. I go check it out. I go check, yeah. you know, because I'm not narrow-minded. I know, you yeah. know, I, I want to find out what everybody, what makes everybody spiritual, what yeah. makes everybody tick, what makes everybody happy is we should share these joy spots in our lives yeah. instead of everything's about misery and division and anger yeah, yeah, and misplaced yeah. anger, misplaced rage. Like, I don't have any rage towards the guy that did that to me or my father. All but these just to give, give it context, and yeah. I don't want to get too graphic, I'll leave that up to you, but <laughs> we don't know oh, the story. Since when would you actually well, I mean, edit anything to do with I mean, if there's graphic or... Okay, or tell visuals. us what, how he touched you. <laughs> I mean, God. I mean, we want to know the origin story. I can let of... you know the story is this. It's very basic. Yeah, I wanted a father. I didn't. My Clearly. father. My father abandoned us. Yeah. And, and you know, you'd only come back every so often with a new, you know, scheme or whatever. Yeah. So uh, this guy, I met him after a Philadelphia Eagles game. I was really into you know things that would make me a man. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was a, Football. As a boy, yeah, yeah, looking for, looking for, you know, uh, being a man. And yeah. this guy, I meet this guy, he takes me into the locker room, and introduces me to all these players. I was like, wow, he had access. And so he was a coach or something? No, he was like a former player from like, the old Bears okay. team or something Still like that. Still alive? He had a big handlebar mustache. There's no way he's alive. But uh, hand, handlebar mustache, dust, dust, duster coat, and a, a big cowboy hat. And he goes, um, he said, uh, hey, let's go meet. Them. So I meet them. And then he starts taking me to games. And I'm okay. drinking with them out of the flask. I'm How old drunk. were you? 13. But drinking. I was, a, I was a young 13. I, was very, I started drinking about 11, 12 years old. Heavy, heavy drinking. So Alcoholic? Yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely. Major. I mean, I, at 11. I would, I would pour all the booze I could find from all the rich people. I hated rich people, but they were good for their booze, their liquor cabinets. I would visit friends or babysitting jobs, pour it all into a mason jar, called it weasel piss, and just drank that down. Drank that. I closed my nose. All I cared about is what it did to me. I didn't care about taste. Wow. Never did. At 11. 11, 12, yeah. And then, but 13. You just buy a skateboard? And I, st I still. <laughs> I skipped the skateboard it sounds like of it. my life. I can't believe it. Wow, okay. If I could have hooked up like a, you know, a hat that it serves the beer at the <laughs> yeah. same time, I'm, yeah. if I had one of those things. So you, you meet this, uh, this I meet football him and he, guy. And, he, and then he says, I'm going to take you to Washington, D.C. And I started bragging to my friends, wow, we're going to stay in a five-star hotel with a guy with the white gloves opening up our limo door. We get there. We took a train. Fingers it was a Michael blizzard. Jackson was it, there. It was major major ghetto it was a ghetto Whoa. in washington dc with a guy behind he was behind uh, a steel cage and gave him a skeleton key to the room and we got up there and it was had two beds he slams the door i want one bed to be with my buddy and then i knew things were not going to go well and uh i've always been a resilient guy though yeah i really even my comedy career whatever my, my whole career yeah has been about resilience being the brilliance i mean and I got through that five days with no phone, no way to get out, with this guy just coming and feeding me. And obviously, uh, did he assault you? No, he didn't get. He, so truthfully, he didn't get that far. Okay. You know, I'm not going to get descriptive. That's something that's like. Yeah, that's real, what I was it, saying. It really I don't want to get people too, off. Well, it turns yeah. people off. They get uncomfortable. They're probably turning off right now. But they better not. Uh, the only reason I'm saying it is yeah. is because I know people that things have happened to, including my neighborhood. Some guys, and you know, I have a friend, Paul, who's very courageous, and he confronted this guy in our neighborhood. What I'm saying is, if you don't 
you're only as sick as your secrets. If you don't release yeah. these things, that person does not have the keys to my jail. This guy, wow. Ben, ben Rauscher was his name. He yeah. does not have the, he's not my warden. Yeah, yeah. So I release him by forgiving him. I release him by That's saying, huge. by saying it, 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 it's okay that he just took that path in his life and how yeah. unfortunate that he had to live like that. I don't have to live like that. I don't have to live like that. I can learn from all those people, my dad, whatever it is. I can learn from all of them what not to do, what not yeah. to be, and give my kids everything that they would long for, everything I longed for. Yeah. Here's, here's the funny thing about it, though. They really don't. They what? Don't what? The kids don't want what I think they want because that's my wounds to heal. This yeah, is what I'm learning, true. by the way. Yeah, yeah. Like, they're going, what are you talking about? I didn't, I didn't have any of those problems. Yeah. You know, I, they, I, I raised my kids in the suburbs. You know, I have everything yeah, they, they have want. Everything, they, yeah. yeah. So their problems are a whole other world. Are they drinking? So, uh, you know, one's, one's pretty much, yeah, yeah. He might have, do you remember the, the movie Pope of Greenwich Village? Yeah. I love that movie, but they have a line in there. He's got the champion gene, Charlie. He's got your jerk off the horse, Charlie. He's got the champion gene, Charlie. It hurts so much, Charlie. <laughs> anyway. Eric Roberts. Eric Roberts. Wow, you looked like Kevin Costner doing Eric Roberts. <laughs> Unbelievable. But uh, the Dude, can I just the interject? Champ the champion gene is there. Wow. I inherited from my dad. You, 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 yeah. You've inherited, but you're a big man. For being able to throw out the word forgiveness. What you've been through, forgiveness is such a crucial part of growth, of healing. It is. And it you is, know, bro. you often see people who have had a child murdered or been molested or yeah. this and that. Yeah. And you go, How can how, how can, can you forgive? It? But how can I do it? Yeah. what you just said there is inspirational to everyone. Some people go, What an idiot. How I know, I know. But yeah. when you Especially been when the you're victim, a comic, they expect the jokes to come out of right. every five minutes. But when you're yeah. the victim of something, if you yeah. don't forgive you end up carrying, like you said, that burden. Yeah. Because when you forgive, I don't even know how to explain it, but you release everything. You don't allow them to carry their bullshit on your back. Exactly. Because if you keep it in, and for you to... You're uh, only as sick as your secrets. That's, that's so crucial. And it's such a sickness yeah. that exists. It's a toxicity. Wow. Good and for anyone you. who is angry with me right now for bringing this up, they probably have something to work on. They shouldn't be angry. No, it's, that, it's, oh, there's lots of people. Well, there I've, done, might be. I've, I've talked about some of this stuff before, not in detail, yeah. but a lot of the reaction is really angry. And I think you've got to understand that because it's such a touchy area, but you have to understand <laughs> you again. Touchy. Touchy. <laughs> such, a, such a probing topic. You know, no, I'm, um, I'm having flashbacks. <laughs> sorry, guys. Sorry. <laughs> I was fine. And so you God. said nine times touchy. Yeah, sorry. But yeah, it's, it's, it's like you can see why people might get mad about it, but it's because maybe they haven't forgiven or they don't know how or they don't want to. And I'm know. not saying yeah. you have to. Yeah, you do. But, well, maybe. You do. You, do. you really do. I don't do. want to I, tell like, anyone how to do it, but exactly. I, th I think I, you. I, yeah. I agree with you. Yeah. But you can't say, hey, you got to forgive because you can never force a horse to drink, right? But Of course, of course. It, I, all I can share is my experience yeah. is, yes, I needed to. And I hope To that, free myself up to be able to create this much, to be able mm -hmm. to have success in this business, to be able to have success in relationships and long-term relationships I've had for decades. Yeah. It's because I'm free to do that. If yeah. I carry around the burden of these resentments and anger and misplaced rage, yeah. which a lot of the world is in, oh, our yeah. mental health situation right now. And that's, by the way, why I can take a time 
in this podcast, it's funny and it's yeah. about being funny. You're interviewing a stand-up comedian, you know, traditional stand-up comedian. But that's why I do want to take the time love to let people know yeah. that there's another alternative to what you're being taught and the and the echo chambers that we're yeah. in. You don't have to be left or right. Yeah. I left the left this year. Yeah. I'm happy that I did. I'll yeah, never yeah. go full right. I'll never go full yeah. left. It, never again. Yeah. And I'm really happy being in this be space. Your own, make your own decision. Yes. But be authentic, even though a lot of people, they say, be authentic, but, but be authentic the way we want you to be authentic. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. like They want to dictate how a comedian, yeah. like we're supposed to be a mirth monkey. Yeah. You know what I mean? Amuse me, fool. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. You know, and, and dance. In, in their way. Yeah. But it's not going to be that way. We're going to have to just keep listening to this yeah. creative source that drives us. Well, what I like about what you said is even if people get mad or they, they don't like the topic, it, it's like at least it's out there and that, that, then they can at least hear what you said and maybe it marinates. Maybe they, maybe, yeah. maybe over years or even a decade, they might go, you know, it's, it's like your friend who didn't take that turn. Maybe there's a little seed with you yeah. sharing yeah. this hard story. Exactly. Yeah. something germinates in them that maybe helps them. And maybe one day they, sometimes yeah. forgiveness is a place you have to arrive at. And imagine if you had your child murdered or you were raped or something. It, it, it Some people can't get there. Most people have a tragedy that you're dealing yeah. with or yeah. something, there's some obstacle in your life. that you're, yeah. you know, How do you deal with it? I'm actually coaching it now. And I love, oh, you I are? Love, oh, yeah, I'm helping people oh, trans wow. self-transformation, personal transformation. Can you tell people where you do that just quickly? Like well, a I, do, I do it online. I have a lot okay. of clients. I have one today, later, and, we, and I have a program literally to deprogram our thoughts. Look, we've been programmed from the beginning. Right. Yeah. You're born. You're woohoo. This is awesome. Yeah. yeah. Boom. Social security card, birth certificate. <laughs> you're in the system. Boom. You're Program. In the system. Yeah. And then they're going to tell you, here's your reward for compliance. Yeah. Do this. Memorize this. Go to and school. you'll get an A. Yeah. But they're, they're picking what you learned and they act like that makes you smart. Mm -hmm. It just makes you good at memorizing and regurgitating. It doesn't make you smart. Yeah. So I'm about, let's get to who you really are. Amazing. Let's peel away all of that and get to the true core of who you are, which is love, light, levity, laughter. That's who we are yeah. until they get a hold of us and we get rewarded for it. Like if you go to war against a country that has nothing to do with anything, it's all complete, you know, all, every war, just about every yeah. single war is complete bullshit. It's somebody else's drama exactly. and you're dying and, for and, and it. Then yeah. And then you're going to go sacrifice yourself for that. And your that. children. And what's yeah. the reward? You get a nice burial and you get a- Do a, you? You get a medal. What, what's nice about a burial? You're <laughs> fucking dead. My uh, dad, they did a, a, the gun salute. It was a little touching. Oh, did they kill any sharks? <laughs> Hey, folks, if you're that, watching, if you're watching your dad's food, I just a shark. Oh, I want no. you to pay attention to a master of his craft that's called the callback. Yeah. And he is the king of callbacks. I will, I will predict in about seven minutes, he will bring back Carol Burnett, <laughs> the, the Fonz. The other part of the craft yeah. is don't give it away. Oh, that's don't right. It's it like it a magician. I did I I, I, I was never on the Carol Burnett I, 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 I was, I was, on the Costner I, shark. I always admire magicians a. for that for keeping the creed. X nay on the cult. We don't do that. A. X nay <laughs> on the donkey burrows. A X nay on well. Um, dude, did you when you undertake these sessions without getting too personal? That's probably a lot of emotional downloads you're receiving, you're receiving is, is there a lot them. of 
Is there a lot of crying and and breaking down? No, I haven't had much of that, to be honest with you. And I have a course, and I haven't had much crying in that. But what I do is I I teach people how to find more fun, how to be funnier, and to use that as your base of life, as opposed to everything else we're taught is the opposite. We're taught the news doesn't have anything funny about it. The news is all chosen to keep you in fear and doubt and worry. And then they sell you... Uh, prescription drugs or yeah. their insurance or whatever oh, yeah. it is. It's, it's so a, it's manipulative. A system, it's a yeah. system that yeah. they manipulate. Yeah. I was talking about, you know, people that say they're woke now. Even that is such, it's such crap because when you look at it, it's woke that I will choose the marginalized people that you must be behind. Yes. But I can guarantee there's not a news station. They're going, okay, what's our, what's our stuff today? And somebody goes, I've got, there's genocide in Yemen. They're going to go, no, 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 no. We don't care about Yemen. Yeah. Well, what about America? Actually, there's some stuff that's going on around yeah. here. You know, I, I, I heard they put smallpox in children's blankets. No, 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 no. We're not going to talk yeah, about they that. they pick it. They're going to go, okay, it. we're going to talk about Ukraine. Ah, now we're going to move it over to Israel. And now, yeah. and if people don't go along with this, uh, now it's Black Lives Matter. Here's the matters that we're going to tell you. Here's your ribbon. Here's yeah. your hashtag, hashtag. And if you don't go along with it, you're not woke, and you're going to be canceled. Yeah. What I say is, hey, who are you to choose my cause, who I should be behind? I'm, I'm behind humanity, period. You know what I call it? <laughs> what? This is how you simplify it. I call it the Baskin-Robbins theory. You, yeah. walk, you walk into Baskin-Robbins with any other human being. Are you going to let them tell you what flavor to pick? It's a good point. If you go, I want mint chocolate chip, and they go, oh, no, you don't. You want chocolate or you want strawberry. You're going to go, no, I want mint. Like, no one and, should be and, able to tell and, you and what to choose. the worst part is their disdain if you don't yeah. choose the mint right? chocolate chip. And, the, and the how they're real... going to have a gang mentality to see to, he doesn't do chip, he doesn't do mint chocolate chip. Yeah. You know, I don't even know if we should let him in here. Well, but the other <laughs> thing is once they kick him out, is he gone? Let's have some mint chocolate <laughs> chip. You know what I mean? Like this, this, <laughs> is so, he gone? People look around. Right, they're this, looking around for their sense of self. Yeah, but this and, is, and this is my final point yeah. on this. It's like whenever you get into a situation to simplify it down where you feel coerced or, or pressured or corralled, just think of Baskin Robbins and go, you know what? I'm entitled to my fucking flavor. Yeah. You have yours. Yeah. I'll have mine. Nobody tells me what, what is your flavor? flavor. What is your flavor? The chocolate chip. Oh, it is. That was real. It did seem real. It wasn't Israel. You it was just mint chocolate chip. <laughs> just made it up. I like a cheesecake flavor. At Baskin Robbins? A cheesecake flavor. And then I use the graham crackers. And it reminds me of my childhood. My mom would make cheesecake with, she did. with a fresh graham cracker. Yeah. So there's like that sense yeah. memory that comes up. So I think that's why I order that all the time. Did she, did she do it in a library? I, I noticed what, what, your whisper. When I... Why are we the whispering things, the about things, the thing, Because it's so special to me. It's okay. intimate. It's more okay. intimate than a, than a loud joke <laughs> with okay. a punchline. You just went up a bit. Your volume went up. When okay, the, well, you, the, you, you, pressured me. You, you pressured me into bringing up the volume. You shamed me. Let's go back to cheesecake land. Let's drop Let's go back to cheesecake being land. non-practicing white males. Uh, <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Can't practice it anymore. What do you mean? Because... It, you, there's such a propensity to look at us as enemies. Uh, to me, there is no practicing. You are what you are. You come out That's and you joke. are what you are. Of course. Yeah, exactly right? right. And I say to the women that, that, that brought some hate to me. They did? Just, of course. It happens all the time and like that. Wait. I had someone wh- to cancel me as a friend. Two of them in a row. Really, why? Really old, good friends. And why? they didn't say Why? 
And the fact that I asked them why was mansplaining, toxicity, masculine. They have all these names for it and words for it. I'm going, no, just tell me why so I can maybe apologize or maybe look at myself. Maybe you should send him for a weekend with your dad. That'll fix him up, whip him into shape, put him on a donkey and teach him how things are. You mean burn them and cremate them? <laughs> oh, yeah, he's not with us anymore. He's oh, ashes. Daddy. Oh, my, I was telling you, my mom who couldn't stand him. She goes to this little, <laughs> tiny little funeral, and she's, she talk, my mother talks. How many like, people were at the she funeral? Says, about eight. Oh, the harem's gone, long gone. He had one left. Not one came. No, only no. one. Only she just one. rode up on a burrow? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> she didn't even know much about it. A 12 burrow salute? <laughs> <laughs> You know, my dad, to honor my father, I'm yeah. going to tell you, please yeah. stop saying burrow. It's a mule, which is half jackass, half horse. These are 18, oh, wait. Say 18 that again. hands high, half jackass, half horse. That's, half you, can't make a, you can't make a mule from a mule, by the way. They, they can't, they can't uh, procreate a mule from a mule. It has to be half jackass, a jackass, full jackass with a horse, and his were bred with Pershons and draft horses and wow. and Clydesdales. So they're giant 18 hands high. Wow. Mules. Did they ever do the wave? <laughs> <laughs> Did that one take you a second? It's taking more seconds. 18 hands. Bro, I'm just trying to help. I, I'm here to assist. Hang on, let's just hit... Let's hit the theme music one, just to clear the air. We'll, we'll clear the air. We'll forget about that joke. Am I a Lester comedian because I didn't get the joke? Lester who? A Lester. <laughs> Lester Holt. Well, it wasn't really a joke, or was it just me sure wishing it was. it was a joke? You know, let's, let's, this will clear the air. This is like air. You ever take a should giant I, loaf I, and just. Yeah. <laughs> should I have pretended that it was, that I understood it? Do you want to do it again? And you can like. We're we actors. We're actors. Let's do it again. Okay, here we go. Hey, folks. So, uh, tell me about your the the jackasses. Oh, they're eighteen hands high. They're very tall. Are you serious? Can they do the wave? Oh my god! Exactly. I can imagine it with the hoofs. All the hands. <laughs> high hoof. <laughs> well, hands. Hoof it up. <laughs> it's hands. That was the joke because he said, "Okay, we're gonna do it one more time." <laughs> here we go. Hang on. <laughs> Oh, Craig Schumacher, tell me about your dad's donkeys. <laughs> Raise your hands in the air. Now I'm doing donkey. Mules, please Mule, do yeah. not say donkeys. Tell them about the mules. Take it again. Take it again. Shit. Here we are, Craig well, Schumacher. Mules are half jackasses. Okay. Which are I'm they smart. big? Big. They're bred with like Clydesdales. You know those Budweiser Clydesdales? Oh, my God. They must they're, be huge. They're, yes. They're 18 hands high. Wow. Can they do the wave? <laughs> I had quite a few wave to me. Hey, Craig. <laughs> we did it. We got there. It took four, but we got there, gang. We got there. God bless. It's <laughs> a lot to unpack here, isn't there? Yeah. I'm watching you, the great tennis player. What do you mean? You're a great tennis player. That's I always consider oh. when I do podcasts with people or yeah. radio interviews with people that they're upper level. I always consider them like an A tennis player. Like Adam Kroll is another one. You oh. got to be ready. You got to be ready for uh, everything. Yeah. You have to be available, present, mindful. Yeah. 
of everything when dealing with someone, somebody like you. It's, it's like you have to up the level. You can't go in lazy. Really? Can't go in relying on, you know. Whoa. Some, this is the first I've heard of this. What? Really? Well, I, maybe someone thought of it, but no one's well, ever you're, verbalized you're, you're it. You're upper level. I am. Well, yeah, but can you're not, I do the wave? You you think you think on your ass, which is which is well, really... I call it a donkey. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, yeah, buddy, I, you, you know this is what we do. We come in and we sling it around, sling it around, and uh, but I want to go back because you mentioned love earlier. Yes. And you sort of, I don't know if you still do it, but your, your, your act for many years was predicated on the love master thing. He, he did very well for me. A and is, is that something you phased out or do no. you still do it? I have to. Well, the advantage yeah. to it is I can write, I have hundreds of love master lines. He's Letherio. Yeah. It all happened because I was a geek in high school. I don't know if you relate to that. You, you and I are both tall, but we don't yeah. appear to be tall. Am I right about that? Don't, people don't think that you're tall. Yeah, when, when we, people see me after they the go, show, they the? go, you're a lot taller than I Every thought. time, yeah, right? Yeah. I peed next to people go, he was great, wasn't he? I go, he was all right. Yeah, and I'm yeah. having to talk with them about me. Wow. And I'm trying to like downplay. I, I didn't really get it. And they're going, what are you talking about? So you're in the can after your own show, the and the urinal. guy beside you doesn't realize it's you. I was, at, I was in an elevator with six people that said he was great. It was 10 minutes after the show, and I go, he was all right. What are you talking about? Were you at the same show? We were there arguing about me. People don't recognize me. Imagine the guy goes, I just peed standing beside Kevin Costner. His <laughs> dick's only this big. So the height thing is yeah. you and I both had, but I don't know about you, but I grew up really small, like really tiny. Yeah, I was small until I was about 14. Yeah, same. same and then I just, like. Seven inches in one summer. Well, it was crazy because I went to boarding school and I was only allowed to come home on the weekends. Yeah. And, and a lot of times I'd miss weekends and maybe I'd come home every third week and there was like five people in our family. Yeah. And every, I was the only boy and our boarding school had its own dairy farm. So I never liked milk as a boy, but we got our, our milk from the dairy farm uh-huh. and it was so delicious. I would just drink tons of milk and I loved peanut butter. So every time I came home on a weekend... I'd be like this much taller than one of my sisters. And then the, mm-hmm. and then it was like, it was so rapid. And then I came home and I'm taller than my mom. I'm taller than my dad. It was, it was like the Hulk. It was what? Well, yeah. You, 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 Thank you for saying out, the Hulk. Bu- yeah. Busting out yeah. of your clothes. I, sl- yeah. I had a slip on that. It was like Hulk. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I would just watch my arms. Suddenly wow. a long sleeve shirt would be short sleeve. I mean, it was un- seven inches in one summer. Wow. And I'm now that I have a 14 year old, also very small, very yeah. small boy. Okay, and and I've had other two other boys, but his growth pattern is very similar to mine. Yeah, he's tiny, but now he sleeps a lot. Mm. And you know why I grew in the summer is you're you're off of school and you can sleep later. That's right. And I never figured that out until just now because now he's sleeping all the time during this break. He grew during this break, this winter break. Yeah. So I. Shot up one summer, and I just like seven inches one summer. Now I'm six That's over some six good two. Heroin. Yeah, so I was doing that too. But anyway, <laughs> so, so I was going to unpack. No, I wasn't really into that. Other drugs. Yeah, but well, you this, did say the, you the, the girls, up. the girls, because I was such a geek with a high voice, they would all use the f word, oh. friend. I was always the friend. Oh, you God. know, you know, you, you, you know, the high voice. Yeah. Oh, hey, how's it going? Oh, God. Hey, Gail. Yeah. Want to go out on a date? No, we're oh friends. God. Hey, what about you, Lynn? No, oh no, no. But yeah. fix me up with Tommy. Oh, oh sure, God. I know him. Oh yeah, God. I play football with him. Oh, oh yeah, I'll fix you up. Squeaky. So, so they would, you know, girls pee together. The posse pee. 
you know, they all go together in a gang. Okay. Did that not happen in Canada? First I've heard of it. No. The pee posse? Girls going to the bathroom I've heard together? of the urine unit, but not the pee posse. <laughs> okay, but it's a different reference. Well, but okay. they go to, they go together <laughs> okay. and they talk about the guys. Sorry, go ahead. They took me with them. That's what it To the pee was. party? Yes. So I'm in there with the bathroom. They're going, oh, so-and-so's hot. That'll change and your going, voice I'll real quick. I'll fix you up. I'll fix you up. No problem. I mean, they're like peeing in front of me. I was dying. You know, I, I didn't want friendship. I wanted, you know, to get laid. Well, you were so, halfway so there. They had how, their pants down. That's how the love master was created because they oh. always wanted a bad guy. I said, it's hard to be the bad guy when yeah, you sound baby. like that. Oh, when you sound like this, baby. Yeah, Whoa. Baby. I love you so good. Your neighbor will have a smoke, baby. Yeah. Would you mind doing that to the? Would you mind seducing? I'll my have crowd? your knees knocking like a Jehovah's Witness on Red Bull, baby. <laughs> Stare at them, not me, dude. <laughs> a little creepy. Them, let them have it. Seduce them, bro. Better be wide angle, baby. Back that camera up. Yeah. I'll have you begging like PBS on a pledge drive, baby. Oh yeah. Six feet social distance. Six feet. That's just the tip. <laughs> Dude, I'm being 100% honest what? right now. What? When you did that with your eyes, I'm not even making a bit. You what? looked like Burt Lancaster, who was also in Field of Dreams. Remember? He's like, how you doing, Doc? How you doing? How'd you think? Did you swallow a hot dog? Dude, when you, when you did the little you know what squint. what I do? I wink at him. Yeah. I wink at him. Oh, dude, you look, you look, like, you look like Burt Lancaster right now. Burt Lancaster. Yeah. Burt Lancaster. Yeah. I live in Minnesota. Dude. Name's Archie. That's anyway. great. I, you got to go home in the mirror and look at that. I'm not even joking. That's cool. My new one is Liam Neeson. Oh, dude. People him. tell me I look a little like him. Yeah, yeah. You got. I do from. from uh, I will find you. <clears throat> How does it go? I have skills I've developed over a very long career. Skills that help me deal with people like you. Skills. <laughs> if you let my daughter go, I will not look for you. I will not find you. But if you don't. I will find you, and I will kill you. Would you mind doing that again, but as the kid in the bathroom with the squeaky voice? I'm going to set you up with somebody right now. I hear he has a big cock. But <laughs> No, the same run, but with the squeaky voice voice. The same run? The same Liam Neeson run you just, I will find you. I will, but I think people want to hear it as the prepubescent pee party boy. <laughs> Will you not do the, that for my viewers? Okay. I will find so, you. I will. Like that. Okay. So the girl says to me, I just want to be your friend. No, you just did the whole Liam Neeson run. Okay. And I, but, so I'm turning you, to them. And you do the whole Liam Neeson run, but in the prepubescent boy voice. I have a very special set of skills. Skills I've acquired over a long career. Skills that help me deal with girls like you. <laughs> now, if you go out with me, I will not look for you. I will not find you. But if you don't, I will find you, and I will fuck you. <laughs> is that what you're talking about? Yeah, you is got that the it. improv that you wanted? No, this is for them. I don't want anything. I mean, I don't even think we both want to be here. I think we both <laughs> want to be at Arby's, if we're being honest. But this is for them. These freaks. These broccoli soup slurping, mothball <clears throat> dropping, corn on the cob, rolling in their black gum sucking, French toast flipping. Yeah, baby. I'm a cypher sore thighs, baby. So the love master, let me tell you. Call the, me Doc. The event. Call me Doc. Call me Doc. Yeah, go ahead. Or Archie. Yeah. 
So isn't uh, it sad? Most people watching don't know who Burt Lancaster even is. Moonlight Graham, one at bat. <laughs> so, so good. That's anyway, really good. I never knew I could do him until you pointed. Well, you out look you, the look way like you Bert, look. I look like you Bert really Lancaster. looked like him when you did that little like squint. I like that. Yeah, it was weird. He was from Minnesota, but he had the you know the, the New York accent. Well, for, for the movie, he was an actor. Yes, but he kept playing the... That's, I can't stand when they don't get true to the character. Like anybody from Philadelphia, they've yeah. never done a Philadelphia accent. The yeah. great Robert De Niro is doing the New York accent. I know. Silver Linings Playbook. Yeah. Do the damn accent. I yeah. know it's difficult. It's tough. I think the toughest one's got to be South Africa. Because that one's got a mixture of British, Australian. Yeah. Like it's New all, Zealand. I can't even do it. It's it's like I, even when I try to do it, it becomes Australian. That's Australian, yeah. Right? Yeah. It's all, I can't even get my head around a, a South African accent. South Can you? Af- South African. South African. What are you boys doing there? No, I'd say I don't even. I can't even like any other accent. Why don't you I, just say kangaroo and shrimp on a Barbie while you're at it? Because that's exactly. Right? That's, yeah, it's, it's Crocodile horrible. Dundee. I feel shamed. Well, you can't do it either. There, I'm working on it. I'm thinking, I'm, thinking about, I'm thinking about it right now. <laughs> right? It's hard. I'm the type that I like to be really good at something. Right? It's, Any it's other t- one, it's like tough to fail. Do like, a Scottish like, guy. That's oh, easy now. Right? Right. That's roll right. your R. Right? You roll your R's. Do a British guy. Oh, well, it depends who you're doing. I love the old British actors like James Mason. Oh, yes. He used to kind of drag his voice like this. And Lolita. Lolita, hold yeah. still. Oh, yes. I'm trying to give you a pedicure. A pedophile would be a more pedophile. appropriate. <laughs> it pedophile. sounds like pedicure, Pedoph- but it's, I'm trying to give you a, a pedophile. And then Peter O'Toole in my favorite year. Oh, Stone, take oh, me to this yes. place you call Brooklyn. Oh. We'll dine with rookie Kai Roka. I am the Lawrence of Arabia. <laughs> I didn't do it good. <laughs> I didn't commit. Yeah. I saw the doubt in your eyes for the first time this entire interview. I, I saw a little bit of Harlan doubt down the highway. Well, you went down a cul-de-sac. It wasn't me that was in doubt. It was, uh, it was Peter O'Toole. Oh. Yeah, because I inhabit my voice. As I inhabit, so he failed on the Harlan Highway, not me, just for the record. <laughs> uh, buddy, in, in yeah. uh, keeping with the theme of the love master, yeah. part of love is intimacy. Yeah, and the good I, news on Love Master by is I can change all the lines. I, I have hundreds of them. It's like Springsteen, they wait for that, and my fans yeah. wait for that. But I can deliver new lines as the same character. Springsteen can't change yeah, it. That's I'm, true. I'm born to trot. I'm born, yeah. to, baby. I'm born to jog. He's got to do the lyrics yeah. that people are familiar with. The advantage of Love Master is I can keep changing the lyrics. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, and it, it, it's it's a character that I you know I'll pop him in. I do a ninety minute show every. Just about every show, and, I know you're and he's a about beast. he's about seven minutes. You have a huge following. People come all over the country to see the kid. Tough, tough to keep that going, right? It is. Every everything's tough. Everything you know runs its course. Everything you got to keep hammering away. Yeah, but that's part of the fun, the challenge of it. But in keeping with the love theme, um, part of love is intimacy. And mm. since you're kind of you've kind of big part of your career was centered around love and the theme of love. I thought maybe to give something back to our viewers. Oh, my God. He has a produced piece. Right? What we're going to do is we'll reach in. We'll each grab a word and see if we can create a new sexual position for our viewers. Okay. By combining our words. Okay, got it. So just 
Don't look, but reach in there and I'm, I'm not grab a random word. Magic trick here. And then I'll grab a word and we'll put them together. We'll say what it is and then we'll tell them. We'll each interpret what we Am think. I to look yet? Yeah, you can look. Don't say it yet till I pick mine. Let's see what I got. Okay. Keep the Okay. Hang on. Let me put my peepers on here. Wow. What's yours say? You need the you need the glasses just to read no, that. No, it's that for moment. them. It's a prop. <laughs> I don't, I don't, it's just to keep them keep them engaged. All right, what's your word? Beetle. Stink. Yours is easier. Well, we're we're combining it for the stink beetle or the beetle stink. It's a new sexual position. Please describe how one would engage in the. St- yeah, baby, I make the beetle look like a limousine, baby, a stretch limo, baby. <laughs> Is that what you're looking for? <laughs> no, I'm looking for God, psycho. What do you mean psycho? I thought you wanted the love master. No, what doing, I'm saying, using one of these no. words and making it sexual. No, no, I'm saying I Craig went VW Beetle, Craig Shoemaker. Okay, we take stink, and what was yours? Okay, so we're doing improv now. No, this is real. Second City. What's this? What's your Beetle? So Beetle and Stink. So the, the the new position can either be called the Stink Beetle or the Beetle Stink. Describe to my viewers, all seven of them, how they would perform this, what it looks like. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's a new. We're, we we just created a new sexual position for the folks. You're not going to get this on any other. So, podcast. so uh, the sexual position would take place in the back of a VW Beetle. Oh, okay. A 1972 VW Beetle with the old bumper, oh. and with the heater that actually heats everything up. Wow! As you never, you could literally make a steak from the heater that they use in these yeah. VW Beetles. Yeah. Uh, yes, and of course the foot on the high beams that that jostles the high beams. Yeah. During the sexual position, Here when you're in go. the back, in the in that little cubby hole, yeah, in the little cubby hole in the back of the beetle, yeah, and once you turn that heat on, and everything gets going, oh, does it stink? It is a stink fest. It's a beetle stink fest. So that's what the position's called. Oh my God, get in that back in that cubby hole and get, <laughs> folks, and turn that heat way up. It's wow. a little lever down below. Wow. And you put that you pump that baby up and look out for some stink. And uh, <clears throat> you can pop the clutch. When that happens, wow. you know you know that it's you know you've done something well when you can pop the clutch from the back in the little cubby hole. It's a new sexual position, the stink beetle, brought to you by Craig Shoemaker <laughs> Gang. Excellent job, oh, man! It's going in my act. It is. Oh, that's permanent now. That's that's a stalwart. That could, I, my next album's called Stink Beetle. What's a stalwart? Stalwart. I don't know that word. No, really? Well, they don't. I know what it is, but they don't. <laughs> well, tell them what stalwart means. That's please. what interviewers always do. They yeah, go, just you know, could, some people say that you're, yeah, you know, you've been uh, you corrupt. Tell I'm not saying you're corrupt, yeah, but they uh, are. some people are. So right. answer those people. What right does now. stalwart mean for A those? Stalwart folks? is something consistent, something um, you know you can you can rely on. It's oh. a it's a piece. It's a it's a it's something that's a part of you that's mm. very strong. It's a stalwart piece, and of of, of it'll be consistent. And uh, there you just, go. Just look that's at them when you're saying it, not me. I know, I knew what it was, but they don't. Um, our final segment, buddy. What a joy it's been to have you here, buddy. You, you know, we're this, in segments. Well, in my I'm mind, a little afraid. But you, you've been uh, inspirational and funny and informative and illuminating. 
Okay. And also, you've been Kevin Costner and Burt Lancaster. And Liam Neeson. Yeah. And, and this guy. What's this guy's and name? Morgan Freeman. Oh, we, we haven't had him yet. In 1966, I ended the frame. Left Saw prison wearing nothing but a set of murder prison clothes and a rock hammer nearly worn down to the nub. And did the frame. That sounded a hell of a lot like Neom, Neom Leeson, Jackie Gleason. What's his name? Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson. That's a very strong career. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're two different people. I think people. you're blending. I think wow. you might, yeah, I think you might be blending, guy. That's, that's the kind of critic you don't want in your audience. That sounded just like, I, I have that happen all the time. I used to do impressions. Well, that's yeah. actually how I made just it in my career. Again. Early, I did all impressions. No. All Who was your I'm, number one impression? Don Knotts. No way. If you watch the movie Pleasantville, this is how good the Don Knotts is. Barney Fife. I grew up watching Barney Fife, Mr. Furley, yeah. for Three's Company, right? That's yeah. who we grew up with. Oh, Mr. yeah, Olympic, amazing. Reluctant Astronaut. Yeah. Didn't you reprise that role? How to Frame a Fig. Okay, yeah, I yeah. Don't remember that one. But Shakiest Gun in the West. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, anyway, Don Knotts, I always imitated him as, you know, him with the, you know, yeah. his real high voice oh. and everything. But now he's older. Well, he's this, dead. Well, this is years ago. The movie Pleasantville, 1999. Yeah, I remember. I got a call from the director and the editor. They said, come in. He can't make it. I had to loop almost the entire movie. I replaced his voice. Reese Witherspoon. Yes. Yeah, how, does, it, how does he go? So if he, there's a scene where he circles the apple on the telestrator. It's my voice. Go, him as an old guy going, okay. boom, right there. What do you call that, bud? The forbidden fruit here in Pleasantville. I'm your, I'm your TV repairman, bud. Watch the movie. See if you can see the difference. You know, if I took out his voice and put in Ernest, you know, Ernest goes to camp. Oh, I think meant Ernest T. Bass. You no, know, that face you were doing was totally the, hey, Ernest here. Is that, I, yeah. I, I'm Ernest T. Er, yeah. Ernest. Yeah. Ernest Knox. I remember that guy. Yeah. My kid used to watch that. My oldest kid, who's now 25, yeah. used to watch Ernest. Probably still watches it behind He could. Back. He could. Good for him. Final segment, buddy. Here right, we what go. Are we, what we do we got? This is sort of similar to this, but this is more the layman's version. This is called Words from a Wooden Shoe. The lame version? No, the layman's. The whole podcast is the lame version. <laughs> this is called Words from a Wooden Shoe. You okay. reach in, you grab My nickname a... is Shoe. How That's right. Yeah. Wow, all these. Craig Shoemaker is known as Shoe. Not the Shoe, but Shoe. Wouldn't from you? where I'm from. Okay. Wow, this might be one of your relatives. They shorten last names where I'm from. Like Shoemaker, they call me Shoe in Philadelphia. Stag, Liano is Stag. Steve oh. Wartburg is Wart. Now, Scott Astor was not fond of this. Can I call you and Shut? And Tony Pussini, he had, he had to move. <laughs> Can I call you Shut? Because I'm trying to do this last segment. Oh, yeah. And shut. last name up? Yeah. Okay, here we go. Finally, he got one. Okay, so this one... <laughs> You reach in. In the shoe. You reach in the shoe, and you pull out a word and see if it inspires or brings out a story or a memory from your life or someone you know or okay. somewhere on your journey. All right, here it's we go. It's our last I'm segment. a good one here. Here we go. And it's not a sexual position. It's like. Monkey. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Monkey. Oh, talk to me, guy. It brings up, uh, first of all, some people have nicknamed me, including Rosie O'Donnell and Kurt Rambis of the Lakers and his wife and Jeannie Buss of the Lakers all call me Shoe Monkey is my nickname. So it's funny that I would pull out Monkey. They actually shortened it to, hey, Monkey, what's up? So I get Whoa. a lot of Shoe Monkey as my name, Shoemaker, turned into Shoe Monkey, uh, Kurt, um, Kurt Rambis and 
Uh, Phil Jackson calls me Shoe Monkey. Like a lot of these people, that that's my name. So, and I'm a big fan of monkeys. I've always been uh, a fan of monkeys, like chimps. And I've always wanted one, but uh, once Michael Jackson went that way, I went, a I, I went with a dog. Isn't a chimp one of the, are considered an ape? I don't think so. I've never, I, I, I considered a monkey. Well, didn't you give me a little bit of grief earlier about a it's not burrow pla- on a donkey? So you think it's Planet of the Chimps is going to come out soon? They're having another Planet of the Apes as if they needed another well, one. Well, let's not stray off of your faux pas. Okay. <laughs> I do have another story about Monkey. Okay. About how my friend got his nickname. We were in this um, bid for bachelors for charity. Oh, boy. Here it's we a go. dirty story. Is that okay? Sure. It's anything dirty, goes. Dirty I mean, story. we already did the stink beetle. It that was made up. Way. This is a real story. Wow. So uh, we go on stage. I'm kind of well-known in Philadelphia, so I fetched a bunch of money. Mm-hmm. He goes up. He goes, oh, my God, I'm going to be a throw-in because it was a date together, me and my buddy. Meanwhile, he went way past my amount. Wow. Women were, like, throwing money. They, they wanted my friend. It's like the pole vaulting. So we got a limousine that donated, and we go on this double date, and instantly said, we're going to get our money's worth, and they pull our pants down and, and go to town. So later, I mean, we have this great night. We go to free dinner and everything. We get a hotel room. We're in the same hotel room also now having sex, and that's how he got his nickname because he was bent over like a human sea with no shoulders, and he's going at her from behind, and I say, hey, you look like a lemur monkey. So his name to this day is lemur. We call him Leem. We call it Team Leem. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so there's my, my monkey story. So, so, so you watched it's another a, it's man a have and intercourse. By the, and by the way, uh, oh, and you haven't. You've never, you've never seen one porn. You haven't seen. This any, was in real life, though. Okay, well, real life porn. It's like, do you go to play or a movie? It's the same thing. So anyway, I had the play. Right before me. Okay. With the... And it looked like a monkey. With, it did. It went on so long and it had, it had an intercourse. I'm intermission. And, and so the lemur, I was like, you look like a lemur. Yeah. And anyway, a lemur is not an ape. It's, it's not. A it's a monkey. But wait, a so lemur... I hope I retrieve that one. A lemur isn't even a monkey. A lemur is in Madagascar... And they're like a tree dwelling. They look more like almost like a raccoon. Mm-hmm. So you're or a fast sloth or something. They don't, yes, you're but they way are. Off. They, From they, the guy who gave me so much grief between a burrow and a search jackass. All you, want. you can search all you want. You can close it out by thinking you are correct. But what you're going to find out is when we're off and you go to Google, you're going to find out lemur is indeed a monkey. It is. And I would probably say chimpanzees are, but I might be open to that being an ape. If you build it, they will come. If you don't, don't you dare. I'm not going to let you. Craig, before we go. Tell these folks where they can see you, see your specials, buy your stuff, see your stand-up, come and get counseling from you if that's what I'm they gonna want. I'm going to do a new TED Talk. I've done a TED Talk. I'm going to do wow. another, another one. Okay. All about the alchemy of laughter, how you can turn oh, it wow. into gold, and 
win with your own humor. Win with your own sense of self, sense of humor. Wow. I can help you get there. I got a whole program, an eight-week program. It's awesome. But, yeah, look me up, craigshoemaker.com. Say hello. Um, and then uh, I don't want any angry people that I share too much. <laughs> you can don't just, think about that. Just keep it. No, I'm saying, I'm not thinking about it. I'm saying keep it to yourself. Don't want to hear from you. Yeah, yeah. Just, just yeah. sell that to someone else. I think you're overestimating the people are going to be angry. I don't get the sense of people. Happen. I've seen it. Not on the Harland Highway. I oh, think, nice. Okay. I think people will see that you were trying to share, and in your sharing, hoping that maybe that sharing touches someone and helps them heal. That was on the Harmon cul-de-sac that I had that experience. Oh. I was trying to get something. That's a stretch. Yeah. That's a stretch. Gotcha. So let's try and cover that up with the theme music again. <laughs> Folks, yeah. Craig goes silent on that one. <laughs> yeah. So official Craig Shoemaker. Yeah. It's Shoemaker, not Mocker. Yeah. You make shoes. You don't mock shoes. Shoe monkey. Um, unless they're Crocs. You can mock those. Yeah. You know what the holes are for? So your self-esteem can slip out. Whoa. I have five pair, wow. bro. I have five pair. I love them. Wow. So anyway, great hanging with you, man. You too, and, buddy. Uh, so I good do, to have uh, you one here. Thing- uh, folks, that's it for today. You've been on a Holland Highway podcast with Craig Shoemaker. Until next time. Get rid of your guilt, get rid of your shame, shame, and let forgiveness into your life. And until next time, chicken chow mein, baby. You want to go to Baskin Robbins? Yeah. Let's I'm gonna, go. And I'm not having the ch- chocolate chip mint. I don't know how you do that. Racist. <laughs>